What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Monday night edition of the Tom Shiflett Podcast. I am your host, Tom Shiflett. Co-hosting with me is my younger brother, Kyle Harkins. What's up, dude? What's going on? Not much, pal. Just uh, glad to be off work. Going to cram in an episode here before Nets and Bucks tip off game two. It's about 6.30 now. I'm watching Taken 3 until TNT's coverage starts. So just ready for that to begin. And So if that actually, I hope that doesn't come into the background. I have the TV like almost low as hell but whatever anyway so let's get through last time we were on we were recording right before game one of nets and bucks so we'll pick off from there from the weekend going into today so nets take this one pretty easily um 115 to 107 um yeah milwaukee kind of just gave the game away to them because within the first 43 seconds there goes jim harden all hammy hammy flare up you know how that goes Mm -hmm. That thing never goes away. Not for a long time. So you yep. knew at some point you're holding your breath once he came back that that could flare up again and sure shit enough. So he's already been he's already out for game two. So this is already gonna linger yep. a little bit. Maybe if they're lucky he'll come back game five. I don't know. But hamstring uh, injuries, yep. man, they're tough, man. And that's what happened the first time. They tightened up on him, he missed a game, then he came back and he was gone for twenty six games. So I mean this is this is scary hard, for it's, for it's for James That's here, it. but you know for Brooklyn it's oh we lost a superstar player it's okay we still have two superstars so it's fine, and it didn't help that mm-hmm. you know Bud I mean Boonholzer Jesus Christ man so I thought he turned a page here after the Miami series but you know he played Giannis fifty three minutes game one of the Heat series that went into overtime he played him a bunch he didn't have you know too many bench lineups out there and sure shit enough against Brooklyn. He had nothing but bench units out there the whole time. Like Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo wouldn't have played 40 minutes unless they played the entire fourth quarter and half of overtime if it went there. That's insane. That's, that's so dumb, man. So He's Milwaukee's be whole be starting unit, they played less than 13 minutes together on game one. Oh. Less than 13 minutes, his starting lineup start played with each other on the floor. They outscored Brooklyn by three, that starting unit. But they only played 13 minutes together. Drew, Giannis, and Middleton, they were on the floor for 20 minutes together combined. That's disgusting. Katie and Dude, Kyrie they, played 38 minutes together. Yeah. I mean, they were out there, and it, it, it's crazy to me because when you watch that game, it's like, why is how is Milwaukee not taking advantage of this? Milwaukee's you know big saying? three was a plus seven while they were on the floor together. That's huge. I, th- I think it's going to carry over today. And, and I as think bad that, as Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton both played for them to be a plus seven? And they were only on the floor for 20 minutes. Like their big unit, the big four, with Brooke Lopez added to that, they only played 14 minutes together. And they were a plus six. 14 minutes they they played. They were killing them down low. I think they shot like 63% in the paint for the game. I think it was like 65 going in the fourth. I'm not sure. Absolute madness, man. Like, I don't know what Bud is doing, man. Yeah. He's just. I don't know, man. He's a moron. It's, it's crazy like, what are you, you? What yeah, are you resting them for? What are you resting them for? So they're gonna be well rested in Cancun. What are you doing? Play them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This yeah. is bu- this <laughs> is bullshit. You're playing one of it the is. best teams ever. Like, this team is insane. How good Brooklyn is with KD, Kyrie, and then it got even better. Like somehow, when you add James Harden into it, James Harden was missing. So it's like, okay, game one's on a silver platter for you to steal home court here. This is unacceptable if you lose this ball game. James Harden literally checked out 
less than a minute into this game, and they couldn't figure out a way to win this ball game. And it's all because of Bud. Bud was terrible. And and I mean, it, it was almost like they just went away from stuff that was working. And they tried to they tried to shoot threes and quick shots and if, shit. If and, if, and Blake if Jeff Teague, them. if he should have been suspended immediately when he pulled up for three on a one on four by himself, <laughs> he, he pulled playing, up from Bob. three. Should he should have been playing. Yeah, no, it would be a real be shame just, if Jeff Teague got suspended somehow. If he got suspended, oh, it'd be a real gosh. shame from Milwaukee. I'm telling you. But like he played he twenty one minutes, dude. He Bud had a lineup out there How? where Pat Connaughton. Bryn Forbes and Bobby Portis were all playing all at the same exact time. And there was no Giannis on the floor either. And Jeff T was in there in the playoffs. They, Round today, two today, of the Mark, playoffs. It's it's crazy, man. How can you be more prepared and like want to win a, a round one series more than a round two series? I think that just speaks to more better, how just depleted and cooked Miami was, man. I, yeah, they were, and and they took full advantage. But, but like boys right here in Brooklyn are not, and they're also, ready to play. It doesn't matter if they have Katie. You know what I mean? Without Jim Harden, they are still a Bud very, very played good team. Bobby Portis at the four, PJ Tucker at the five, for multiple stretches of time. What yeah, are you like doing, dude? Like, like we we well, asked look, who's going to start. Here's the thing. He so PJ. he started PJ Tucker, which was brilliant. That was awesome. But now yes, that Jim Harden's out. No need for PJ Tucker to be out there now. No need. Nope. Exactly. Yep. No need. Exactly right. Don't need to do Just, that. So start Pat can, Connaughton or something. PJ Tucker does not need to be out there starting then. If James yep. Harden's he, not going to be out there, don't worry about it then. I feel like PJ needs to come in in those min, in those like um late, he needs to be late short bursts for a little bit. Yeah. Bust yeah. his and ass for like, a while. Go sit down. Bust his ass for a while. Sit down. He's not going to be playing the, late, the whole game, man. Yeah. Like and after a while, I mean. Milwaukee here, a little silver lining. They played really well against Katie and Kyrie. Like they made it kind of difficult for them. Now Kyrie missed some pretty quality threes, but for the most part, they made it work a little bit. Same thing with Ky- yeah. Katie. They made it work a little bit until Katie made an adjustment and was like, okay, I'm going to start attacking Brooke Lopez on this drop here, and there's nothing they can do about it. So, I mean, yeah. the levy was going to break at some point, and Milwaukee just couldn't buy a bucket either because they were just shooting three pointers. I swear. I wanted to just, I wanted to rip my hair out. They were just taking so many contested jump shots for no reason. You were just living in the paint to begin with. And then all of a sudden they just kept going further and further and further out. And the problem was like the biggest issue I had with like Chris Middleton kept going out of his way to like mismatch hunt against Kyrie, which was great, but they should have done more of him as the role man. And then getting that switch and him attacking downhill instead of just, okay, I got the switch. Now I'm going to stand here and post up Kyrie. And it's just, it's a waste of time. Like there could have been so many better things, man. You want Middleton on the roll for those stretches where they're trying to mismatch and trying to get a Kyrie. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause they did it three times and it was beautiful. Like it was. And and the thing is he he also had a, he had a couple great shots. He was hitting last round. He just didn't hit. He missed some easy. That's, that's a part of the silver lining I'm getting to for Milwaukee because Chris Milton missed a lot of easy ones. Drew holiday. That was probably the worst game I've seen him play in about two years. He was awful. He had no feel at all. He was bad. He was missing layups. He was shooting just really bad shots. Defensively, he played okay, but like offensively, it was so bad. And if he's going to play that way, Milwaukee doesn't have a prayer. They just don't. If those two aren't going to play well, they are not have a prayer. And Mm -hmm. the fact that they held Brooklyn to 115, you're sleeping happy at night if you're holding them to 115. Like if Milwaukee was shooting half of the wells they've shot all year, they're right into this ballgame. 
and there it's not yeah. a blowout here. So I feel pretty good about Milwaukee still. Um, I'm still, I'm really reluctant now about Mike Boonholzer. I hope he really, you know, gets back to his, mm. what he was doing in the first round, which made me so excited about this Bucks series here. But if he's going to keep doing that, I am yeah. completely turned off from the Milwaukee Bucks, and this is going to be quick. This is going to be quick. Same. It's going to be four I mean, or five games, even without James Harden playing another another second. If Bud is going to do this shit, Milwaukee is going home. One, two, three, Cancun, baby. This is ridiculous. Yeah, even that, um, even that quote after the game. We got to keep these guys fresh. What the hell are you talking for about? What? For what? To, for what? This is the playoffs. <laughs> this is what you rested their guys in the regular season for all year to go all out in the postseason. No rest. Stop it. Knock it off. Giannis is oh, like 25 years old. He can go, bro. Yeah, exactly. He can go. Let him go, bro. Please, please let him go. Blake Griffin oh played more minutes than him. The corpse oh. of Blake Griffin. Also, no, another yeah. thing. Look here, man. If Blake Griffin is going to hit more threes than Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton combined, you're team. losing, babe. You're losing. I think Milwaukee hit like a couple they more threes. They hit six than Blake. threes. They hit six threes as a team. Blake Griffin hit than- four. Four, yeah, yeah, they, so, yeah, they, that's. I mean, and they lost. Like Griffin eight, had bro. eighteen, eight, fourteen, and four made threes, bro. That game was that bad. I was so eight. sick. But once the honest got on the floor, I was like, "Oh, thank God, it's time to turn on MLB the show." Good lord, this stinks. But he did spark an eleven zero run defensively. So, hey, maybe maybe Little Greek should get in the game a little bit more, huh? Hey, maybe he looks. He he looks intimidating. He is a freaking nature, guy, but he stinks. Guy, he stinks. He he does. <laughs> he, he, he is. He's Look so again. Raw. Shout out to Giannis for getting his whole family in the league, man. Like again, I'd sign his great grandfather for a chance to have Giannis on my team. Some, but uh, the Ball brothers couldn't do with their younger. I mean, Jello tried, man. He just stinks. <laughs> he don't but, have the body like that, dude. He's a freaking nature. Do you see him? He looks Giannis? like a fucking two hundred year. Oh uh, yeah, he looks like a two hundred year yeah. uh, tree trunk. He's enormous. He's so damn strong. He's enormous. That's it. And he, he looks small problems. next to Giannis. That's how freakishly big Giannis is. And I then, know, and crazy. then Bud Dude, probably... did it. He did what I said not to do on Saturday. He just had Giannis standing there at the top of the key, dribbling for 15 seconds. For ball. He can't do that. And you You're know what right, they're gonna man. do? It they're gonna walk sense. away from him. They're gonna pick him up at the free throw line. They're like, "Go for it, babe. You want to shoot that three? We're gonna stand and clap when you take that three every time, man. Thank you. Even if it goes in, thank you. We won that. We won that. You we know, won that possession." He never shot a three against Miami until they were well, well above. In right, game, and if he did, it was like just to like he, warm up a little bit. It was like a heat check yeah, or something and, like that. But it wasn't like, like, yeah. And this game, they they like, it's just like he was kind of going to that as his back heel to get him back in the game. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? The, Pick and roll. Yeah, their and whole the philosophy was off, man. Bro, the rebounding though, you you have the Blake stats. was an what animal. Was numbers? Blake was an animal, he was. dude. And he was. But, Brooke but was an animal re- too. Like he him. was good. I tweeted out five minutes into that when he had like yeah, three or four off the floor. I was like, he looks like Will Chamberlain in the series. KD. He's gonna look like Will Chamberlain. <laughs> and then KD. they just stopped oh, rolling Brooke. They stopped rolling him on those pick and rolls. He would just stop there at the free throw line. He wouldn't roll anymore. Yeah. No more dives. And it was like, what is happening? There's no one down there to protect the rim. It's Blake Griffin standing down there. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like it was like one pass. We got to shoot. Nick Claxton did play man. great though. Nick Claxton oh, was great. Nick Claxton hey, was great. The others for what, Brooklyn were fantastic. 
that block and transition when they threw it on oh. the top of his head and he barely saw it. And then he said, oh, get that He's shit out a, of here. I love him so much, man. That's why it was making me sick when DeAndre him. Jordan was playing him in the regular season. But I knew it was just a regular season move. At least I hope and it was. And Claxton uh, put, put, put someone on a poster. I think it was broke. I think it was broke, but I don't know. Yeah, he had a couple there. of them. I mean, he's, oh, he he's had really fun, man. He's fun, man. So He's explosive. This series, explosive. I think, God, I think I still have a glimmer of hope that it's going to be a long series. But no, you know, we're gonna see tonight. You know, if Bud comes out, bro, there was a there was a point in time where Milwaukee's bench players had more players that played over ten minutes than anybody on Brooklyn. Like at the time, it's like this is disgusting. And then you know, like okay, so that's Saturday night. Well. That's Saturday night. So then Saturday we have a one o'clock tip between Atlanta and Philly. Great man. Philly is going to come in. They're alive. And Bead comes out with Triple oh, H. Their DX sucking in. He's coming out with the sledgehammer. You're like, let's go, baby. <laughs> Philly's never going to lose a game now. This is incredible. No. They're going to win everything. Yeah, this literally. is the greatest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. And then they get punched oh, yeah. square in the mouth. And they're in scramble mode. And halftime, they're down what? What was it? Like 74? 74 to, to 54. like 54. Yeah. They're down 20. This even team 20, down gave up 20. 108 points a year or, or per game this year, and they gave up 74 oh. in the first half, man. And the to problem the was is that Doc had Danny Green chasing Trey Young the entire game until he finally was he like, oh, shit, them. I have a generational talent in Ben Simmons. I should use that. <laughs> right. And then for most, of the, for the, most of the first quarter and then early second quarter, it was an entire bench unit for Philly. That's terrible. It no just, Simmons, it's, it's no Curry, it's... no Embiid, no Harris. It was all just a bench unit. Hill, Maxi, and then it was Cork Mods, Dwight Howard, and you're just yeah. like, what is this unit? What are you doing here? What is happening? What's going on, man? Like, I don't understand what Doc and Butter are doing sometimes, man. It, and it, it it really comes down to shit when people uh, think about it. Coaching actually comes in and playing and winning. It is a huge deal. It is a huge Look, deal. Look, straight up, if and, – and, if, if Doc Rivers was still coaching the Clippers, they would have been out in five games. Oh, against Luka. maybe four. They'd be out in five they games. They might have got swept. They might but have got this swept. was my problem all year with like riding with Philadelphia. It's not the players. It's it's Doc. Doc worries exactly. the hell out of me, man. He, it's the same thing him. with the Bucks. Bud worries the hell out of me. These two are yeah. liabilities, man. I thought Bud did such a good job in the first round. Yes, I was like, so thank like, God on. he got yeah, it. Right? He like, understands. And come then he on. came he's right here. back down to like, no, oh, buddy, I don't get it. I'm an idiot. Playing, I'm a moron. I'm playing Pat Conton almost more than Giannis. Yeah, Jeff Teague, that was criminal. Like, Bud should be locked up. Playing, how is he playing 22 minutes? Dude, Bro. the guy should play maybe a second. So, like, the guy should never even see the floor. He shouldn't even sniff. So, buried in the lead here of this, like, what happened with Philly, like, Trey Young was incredible. Like, again, as always, like, 35, 10 assists. He was incredible. He actually joined mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul Jabbar as the only players in NBA yeah, history to score 30 plus points in their first four road playoff games. And, you yeah, know, the crazy thing is, that. he did it. They both did it against the 76ers and the Knicks. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a little That's insane, off. man. Yeah. That's weird. But, like, and Atlanta defensively has been fantastic. Like, great. they didn't shut down Embiid because he still got 31, and he looked like he was about 80%, but that's still pretty goddamn good. But well, they just the made him play up, in a crowd. Yeah. They made mm-hmm. him play in a crowd like they did with Julius Randle. Just play in a crowd, man. Whatever happens, happens, but you're going to make it hard. And then, like, Ben Simmons, he was 5 for 5. Every time he got the ball and attacked, he was at the rim. Like, he did whatever he wanted. And then there were just stretches yep. of time. He gives the ball away in an action, and then he's standing there on the block, and he doesn't even get the ball again. 
he passes too much for me, Tom. No, he goes which by, is fine, but he just never gets the ball back. It's just he, once the ball is go. out of his hands, it's gone. But once he put yeah, his head down, he shot. went. Exactly. Yep. He was at the rim. He lived at the rim. And then when I looked at it, because I played basketball like during the game, and I came home, and like mm-hmm. I rewatched it like today at work. Like He mm-hmm. was five for five, and you're like, okay. Was that in the first half? Or was like, oh, it's the whole game. Okay. He took five shots the whole game. Layups. Okay, man. They were all layups. Every single one of them was at the rim. The only one he missed, it was because it was a foul, and he just barely missed the layup. So it was just like... Made a good point is he doesn't want to fully commit on the drive if he can't make the layup. He don't want to draw no fouls because he can't make no free throws. He well, can't. that's that's a, he it's just bad. that's that's fine. You're just gonna have to take but the free throws. I don't care. He's take gonna him. exactly. That's what I said. You gotta you gotta take step him. Up I don't care. Take him. Take him. Even if you're I mean, splitting them, you're still getting a point of possession. That's better than some teams yeah. anyway. You know, it's, that was a dumb thing that Doc Rivers said. But if you think about it, well, a lot of teams don't average a point of possession. So if you want to do it that way, no, sure, yeah, man. exactly, sure. Yeah. And and the thing is also you you get to breathe and then you get Philly it gets a chance also, to actually play, set and play defense. He's you know too saying? goddamn good to not just give him the ball and like attack. Like he has to attack if he's tentative and he's just passing the ball up. Like yeah. it's it's bad, exactly. man. And yeah. I thought Seth's kind of turning around a little bit in there in the second half. He still missed way too many threes that he usually hits. So I think if you're Philly, you're feeling pretty good. I think you took that initial what, um, punch. So, he came back good. Danny Green was awful. Mm-hmm. Like defensively, he Terrible. can't he can't maneuver through can't all those screens at this age, man. He can't. He can't. Yeah, he can't do that. And he, and he, uh, also, he just the shots. Oh goodness! He was just like off. I mean, he's, he's, again, you're chasing Trey Young around, and then you're supposed to have your legs at almost thirty six yeah, years old to start switching. knocking down they're threes, man. No, it's just all and DG. The, yeah, and thing when when you put Ben on him in the second half, you saw how size and everything. When you don't switch and you that, go over top, so when you had you Ben had Simmons, right there. and then they trapped early. As soon as he got past half court, like right at the line, they trapped him hard, and it worked. Looked, it got was, him right back in the lost. game. But yeah, then, like but then, shout out to Nate McMillan though. He drew up a couple great plays out of that double team where they just closed the game out there because every time Philly felt like he had their momentum. Nate McMillan had a counter immediately and put him right back down. I'm like, no, you're not taking this game back. Mm-hmm. And he would and just get – Bogey and Trey Young would just get the ball out of their hands quick, and then it would either be a dump or dive into Capella for a wide-open corner to someone else. And then also for Atlanta, too. Atlanta missed a lot of threes, too, towards the end of the ball game once Philly started yes, making the comeback. So if you're looking at this series, both these teams still don't even play their best game yet, honestly. Well, Atlanta came and seized the moment. And, I'll, you know, that's all I ever want. I just want someone to come out there and be prepared. It's almost like Philly was like, oh, they we're going to stick they Danny Green on them, and we don't really care. And it's like, okay. It just, they, took they, this, the took like, they took this lightly. They took this series better. lightly. And they are clearly better. They but did. the way Atlanta's playing right now, I wouldn't fuck around with them. And that's how I – it's almost like the Lakers and Suns. Might be a little same type of well, stuff. Well, I don't we think this. I don't, th- I don't well, they, think. Well, they're not hurt. I get yeah, I'd say. I I th- if saying. Ben Simmons was on a bum ankle to it, like, oh, yeah, Atlanta's getting them the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're right. I'm, well, they're not hurt. I'm, I'm just saying, like, well, I feel like. Well, Embiid is, little... for sure. He was talking it, yesterday. Yeah. He said he had pain every single move he made. But he just gutted it out. They're, he's going to do that for another series or two? Bro, what? Yo, shoot his ass with a cortisone shot and get his ass out Still, man. I mean, it's still going to hurt, man. You're still going to be hurt. But, I mean, torn meniscus is no joke, man. If it hurts every move, he ain't all right. No, he's not all right. He's not. He's horrible. So that was how Sunday started off. But in between that time, so actually it was like, yeah, it was like right around the first quarter or so of Atlanta-Philly 
was that we got the news that Julio Jones finally got moved. For Christ's sake, it only took oh, it days and Jesus. days. Oh, my God. And what was it for, Kyle? It was for a second <sighs> and a fourth-round pick. Not even this hey, year's fourth-round pick. Right. Next year's fourth-round pick. Oh. For Julio Jones, man. He's it's worth a, a second robbery. round and a fourth-round pick, him. man. It's they it's robbery. Robbed it's robbery. And then it's Atlanta so Atlanta even got – they got a – or no, Tennessee got a six-round pick out of it, too. They got Julio in a six-round pick, but it's they like got a six-round pick. Yep. What do you mean they got a six? They 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 throw in a six-round yeah. pick with them? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? What the fuck? Yeah. What's the difference between a fourth round and a so, six-round pick? So you just gave away for a second round. Oh my goodness. So now I love Tennessee. Now Tennessee. Well, the ten, I mean, Torrey Smith was the same thing that we've been saying for weeks now. I'd rather have a known commodity than a guy who could be something. Like every day of the week, I don't exactly. care. Like we're talking about. Yo, Julio Jones dominates every single possible receiving statistic since 2011. He, since he's walked in the league, he owns every single statistic there is to own. He owns it. He's played 135 games of 160. What was it? I think it was like 150 some or something like that. I think he's only missed yeah. less than the season's mm-hmm. worth of games. But everyone acts like he's hurt all the time but, because I think Pat McAfee brought up a great point. Is because it's the fantasy people that have this notion in their head that Julio's hurt all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just questionable mm-hmm. all the time. So is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's been questionable for 13 years. Exactly. Exactly. But in exactly. fantasy, it's like, well, I can't take the risk if he's going to be questionable. I got to play someone who's fully healthy. But Julio's still going out there. But the things that Julio Jones does, it's not going to show up on a fantasy sheet every single Sunday. Exactly. Like him taking two or three safeties and corners away, him opening up what? the box for rush, rushers and everything you, like that, letting Calvin Ridley eat the way he does because all the coverage is rolled over to Julio nine times out of ten. Like, that shit doesn't show up in fantasy. I mean, it's it's crazy because when you go against Tennessee now, you're going to put seven in the box. You're going to put seven in the box and then let Derrick Henry just run That's the, the thing, too. It's like, like a bunch okay, of man. Boys. So, okay, we know Derrick Henry is, like, the best running back in football. Cool, man. We can't load up the box because we have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown on the outside. Cool, man. Exactly. Hey, who are so we rolling the do? safety over to for this one? Who are we taking out of this you, ball game? Oh, are we gonna take Julio out or are we gonna take AJ Brown out? You gotta, oh, you gotta okay, go, man. you gotta go cover one. Cool, man. And you gotta, you cool. gotta hedge to Julio. Cool. But then AJ Brown, AJ Brown he'll go blow right by you. So exactly. So like, oh man, that that's a problem. And dude. the thing too the, is, people are talking about, well, you know, it's a run first offense. Even better because again, they're not crowding that yeah, box. Exactly. Derrick Henry could do whatever he wants now. So. Good luck, everybody. Let that corner think they're running. Let that corner think He's going to break the single time. season rushing record, Derrick Henry. Yeah, or He's going to break the single just, season record. Or, He's going to break it. Or Julio's going to eat. Or, or, or they're just they can do all the room. same thing. It can all be at the same time. Especially how bad it's, that Tennessee defense is. You know how many possessions they're going to get a game? That's crazy, man. I mean... I there, feel like no I feel problem. like you know, good for Tennessee, man. I I was going to stand up and applaud to anybody who finally did it. I was just getting to the point where it's like, will somebody just do this? For the love of God, someone just I mean, take Julio Jones. They literally are just putting the keys inside the car and like, someone please steal this Ferrari. And no one was taking. And finally, Tennessee was like, all right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Sure, I'll take it. I'll take the car if you want. Hey Tom, 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 would you rather have Rashad Bateman or Julio Jones? Yeah, I was just reading something where. Uh, Baltimore was talking to Atlanta before the draft. Then Rashad Bateman was there. They took him, and then they stopped having conversations with Atlanta. And you know what? I think Rashad Bateman's going to be really good. At least I hope he is. We don't know anything. I thought Rashad Perriman was going to be really good, but he stunk for a very long time. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's hard when they got him drafted. They said he has a hard job catching balls. 
I mean, when he came well, out of UCF, they said he was a body catcher. He said he was a body catcher, and I'm like, well, that's not a good trait for a wide receiver. But anyway, look, no, what the fuck? You, wide you receivers in the NFL, first round, sometimes they're, they're a crapshoot. They really are, and Baltimore knows that more than anybody, okay? They have not had any success drafting wide receivers. They haven't. Well, if they know that, then what are they doing? They're just. Oh, that's man. what I was saying. Like, I, I, okay, man, like, Bateman's cool, man. How about you let him learn under Julio Jones? How about that? Exactly. Well, let him run the gunner, man. And the thing could, is, too, it's like, I don't, to him? again, I don't care about salary cap shit. I don't. That's dork shit. I don't care about no, that. That's, if that's, you want a guy, you can get it. I've listened to so many Let's, cap people yeah. who, over the years, have said, you can get anybody you want. You really can. It's just, you need to work at how you, like, you can get rid of anybody to make it mm-hmm. work. You can. Like, it's not that hard, man. So, shout out to Tennessee, man. Do, AFC do, do South like is, uh, huh? Does like the owner when they go over the salary cap, who pays that? I don't know if it's like a luxury tax thing, like that is in in NBA, like where they're over a little bit and they pay the luxury Uh tax. But I don't know if Mm -hmm. the NFL is like that. But again, I mean, everyone's talking about a perfect example is Kansas City. Oh, they're in cap hell; they can't do shit. Okay, they rebuilt the entire (laughs) offensive line and they got better with nickels, with nickels and dimes. Okay, (laughs) anything can happen. It's fine. You can make anything work. With especially avoidable years now, like what the Steelers yeah. did with Big Ben, they extended his contract like a couple years, and it's all just voidable years. It's just fake years and fake money. Yeah, it's just, you can do whatever what you want. Mean? You can make things up. <laughs> and you mean to yeah, tell me yeah. you can't figure out a way to get Julio Goddamn Jones? That's a whatever, man. Okay, I don't. Okay, who, the hell, who, 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 who are you looking? Who are the Ravens looking at in the second round going? This guy looks good next year. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I can't. I can't lose this guy. <laughs> I can't That's lose the opportunity crazy, to drop dude. this guy. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Don't I don't make, care if it was a first-round pick. I'd give him a first-round. Okay, and then people, oh, he's 32. Okay, man, you get almost three years of Julio Jones in somewhat of his prime? That's still one of the best wide receivers in football. Okay, man, sign do, me up. Do people not realize what happened when Randy Moss? They're just overthinking this thing, man. It's just a lot of people so are just so fascinated about draft picks, and they're so fixated on draft picks. It's like, you, if you really, if you go through these drafts and you just look at what pans out and what doesn't, the percentage of these things even turning into a player on your 53 every year, let alone an, a superstar Pro Bowl player, it's pretty goddamn slim. So the fact that you yeah. had a chance to get a known commodity, a first ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver, who they're just going to give him a gold jacket whenever he decides to hang his cleats up. They're just going to send it in the mail. It's that's it's Bro, just it's it's madness. It's madness. When when every NFL player in the league they go who's, besides who's Julio, the best receiver? besides Julio, go, exactly, exactly. Every day, it's not even it's not I even saw a discussion. This, we I saw can't this even put anyone into discussion with them. Graph, like it was like on Reddit or something like that. So and NFL like shared it, and it was like, it was like this graph of like yards per like target, and like. All the way on the other side of like the 98th percentile is Julio Jones standing there all by himself. And then you have this just clutter of all these Hall of Fame wide receivers yeah. all bunched up together. And then there's Julio Jones all the way in a whole class by himself. It's bananas. He's And what he demands. You literally, if you play them, who are you? Oh man, I don't know. Oh, I don't know what you do. Again, you I mean, go- Tennessee oh. probably can't stop a nosebleed still, but they can put up forty whenever they feel like it. So you feel a lot better about their chances here. But still, and you know what? It's not even the thing where it's like, well, they have Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is pretty damn good right now, unless he decides yeah, to stink again. Not? Unless he decides hey, look, to stink he's again. He's always been but, accurate. 
well, he stunk in Miami. That's a fact. Well, but also, well, he was just he learning how to play quarterback, yeah. too. So, exactly, exactly, And also, exactly. situations are different everywhere. I mean, Miami was a terrible, terrible place. <laughs> no all, quarterback was going to succeed there at that Henry. time, man. So It's easier to throw that thing and see coverages when you got Derrick Henry. And then you got Julio Jones. Come on. I mean, jeez Louise, man. It sucks they lost Johnny Smith, hope. but it's like, oh, man, we lost Johnny Smith was like, and Corey Davis. Ah, it's okay. You got Julio Jones. You're fine now. The game plan is this straight gas. You know, like, you know okay, Corey Davis' option that Tennessee declined was $15.3 million? Around the same price what? that it was, was for – that's what the price is for Julio once they figure out the cap money. It'll probably be about like $15 million on the books. So, so that happened around – the start of the Philly game where it's like, holy yeah. shit, it finally happened. That all happened all at once. And I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. This was all like on Sunday. And mm-hmm. then it went right into game seven, Mavs clips. Showtime. Finally, a home team won a goddamn game in the series. <laughs> right. Finally. <laughs> and, you know, Kawhi was just, I'm not losing this game. So this is it. I'm slamming mm-hmm. the door shut on you. I'm the best player in the series. I'm arguably the best player in the world right now. And, and I'm moving usually, on to the next round. That's yeah, it. And then Terrence Mann, there's always that bench player, comes out in the game seven home. Or well, Marcus Morris finally came back. He was hitting. He, he was finally hitting. came yes, back. And, you know, mm-hmm. it started out when Dallas went it really zone heavy. And I believe game four or game five, they went really zone heavy in the fourth quarter there. And it was a three-point corner barrage where every single corner three was wide open for Marcus Morris. And it was like target practice. That's all it took. Then Mm -hmm. he was just living in the corner, and he was driving. He was doing whatever he wanted. He finally was involved in the series, and he was a difference maker. Like, he changed the series with him coming back to the way he was shooting before the season started. Yeah, Like, L.A. finally shot what they they were. They made 23s. That's a Game 7 record. Like, this was what mm-hmm. L.A. was all year. They were a perimeter-oriented team who made a shit ton of three-pointers, one of the most efficient offenses in NBA history, and they finally came back to life. And Reggie Jackson, yeah. shout out to Ty Lue, 4-0 in Game 7s, 4-0 in Game 7s, undefeated in elimination games. I'm tired of hearing yeah. he's not a good head coach. I've been telling dummies yeah, all year. Take a moment. He's a Everyone good. Take a moment. Take a moment. And it wasn't just Pop LeBron back. who won Pop that series. Back. Yeah. It's it was Ty Lue. We're over here so bad at Bud and Doc. It Dude, is so well Ty we Lue, this guy over here. You know what he I'm had the oh, gall to change coach. his lineup down 2-0. He, he benched a starting point guard. He, he, he benched a starting point guard. He benched his yeah. starting center all year to go super small. <laughs> and even yeah. Rick Carlisle was like, okay, here's Boban. He's like, I don't care. I'm don't staying care. small. Exactly. I don't That's care. Said, you right, could have right Frankenstein the, out there. I don't care. We're better than you. I don't care. And then, oh, man. you know what? And it wasn't one of these things where I think, you know, it sucked for Dallas because there was a stretch there in the second half where it really started to look like it was slipping away from him in the second quarter where just mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr. was cold. Dorian Finney-Smith wasn't hitting those shots. Max Kleba came in and yeah. did whatever the hell he was doing. Chris Asporzingas, you know, <laughs> whatever, man. He's a, Max Kleba didn't look right. But either way, Max Kleba stunk most of the year. But the fact that they had him just a, a Kawhi Leonard stopper was insane. But, like, Carlisle did a really good job coaching. I'm not. I'm not saying he did a bad job. He was really good. Like he, both of those coaches, ex- they coached mm-hmm. their asses off. Like he did exactly. It was what perfect. He was to do, they man. did what he was supposed to do. Lou and did what he was supposed to do. 
Luca, there, there's just he was so efficient Gassed. in in the first three quarters, Gassed. and it was like, jeez, dude, and I like, swear to so God, much, if Luca, so on him. if Peloton and Luca would have a partnership, and Luca oh. was the per, the spokesperson of Peloton, I swear to God, he would dude. run this league, man. <laughs> it's not fair because his you can no, just tell his conditioning is just as soon as the second half starts, he gets that little first little burst of energy, and then. He is winded. He is tired. He's gassed, and he has so much on his shoulders he, that he has. To, he just has to do it. Jokic, man, how much dude, that dude that never looks tired. Like even he, his face looks tired. Like his skin looks tired. Weight. Well, he mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight. Of course, he exactly. changed his That's diet because people made fun of him and they bullied follow, him for it. Follow, he follow. came back. Luca, follow that dude. Embiid, the same thing. Everyone made fun of Embiid all the time. He he lost a little bit of weight. He lost a little well, bit of weight. Yeah. Well, he was. He big still needs to lose more weight, though, for sure, yeah. because the lower well, leg injuries are coming. He was a. Yeah. It was well, weird. Just two was years like, ago, he was almost three hundred pounds, and they were like, well, he was "You a, for your play style, mm-hmm. you should be about two seventy five. He's well, he he's closer he to that now. Gym. He was a slim gym, and when you're like that, they try to just you just well, try they, to eat everything well, and get he big. But to then he was eating cheeseburgers and everything before the game, and he got no, he would like he would watch. He watched TV. He would eat. He would eat cheeseburgers while he's getting stretched out on the trainer's table, and he gained too much weight. But Luca has to get in better shape, man. And like they also, they need to get a second ball handler. That's it. They need a second playmaker. Like Dallas is constructed fine. They just get a second ball handler and a second playmaker. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. It they, is. Well, Chris is. You know, Porzingis stuck, me, but he still averaged me. twenty and twelve this season. What did he average for the series? Do you know about twelve and seven? Goodness, Tom, no, you can't have him. That's terrible. No, he was bad this postseason. Two. He was bad. But again, most of the season he was pretty good, and that's why Dallas was a five seed because Porzingis was giving you twenty and ten every night. So it's yeah, you know, he had a bad series. He was unplayable a lot, but they had no choice; they had to play him. He's your highest paid player. He's got to play. And there are reports coming out today that he's frustrated with his role. Okay, he's mad that he's an afterthought, babe. You are an afterthought. I'm sorry. It is but what it is, man. It has to be more of a... Go away. Go away, yeah. then. You find somebody who wants your $30 million a year contract. Good luck, baby. What, I don't know what, what to tell he, you, man. What is he bagging next five? Now, million. did I send you that video of that montage of, of Luca just completely ignoring Chris House Porzingis on like... Nah. When he's getting trapped. He's literally getting trapped, and he's just not even paying attention to him. It happened uh, like is. so many times this year. It's hilarious. It's like a 10... Five to ten minute video of him just completely <laughs> ignoring him. Yeah, where Chris Stapps, he sets the screen and he pops and like they trap hard, obviously. Luca yeah, doesn't even look at him. Thing. He doesn't. Yeah. He took a step hilarious. back three instead every time. He'd rather do that than pass the ball to Porzingis, which <laughs> is probably a problem. good game plan. That's a good game plan, yeah, I guess. Well, if you can't. Well, look, if you can't give it to your number two, Tom, then and you don't have confidence in that guy. You well, that was the thing too. It was like, okay, Kawhi was fantastic. Twenty-eight points, ten boards, nine assists, four steals. He dominated on both ends of the floor. He was him. The PG helped out a lot, man. Like each game, the first quarter on, he was a little rough, but once that second quarter or that second half started, he really started to find his legs. He had what, like 13 rebounds, 20 some points. Like he did what he had to do. He did that's what he had to do, man. And that's, that's, that's why PG, man, he needs to get some respect, man. Like he, you know what? Well, Maybe he's not a superstar, man. Maybe he's not a superstar, man. Maybe he's not, but he's still no, a high no, level no. player, he's, man. He still well, is. He's well, a he star player, man. No, but since but when he came back, you know what I mean. I mean, he's still he was third in MVP voting two years ago. 
Exactly. But people don't realize how explosive he was before he broke his leg. He's still he's, pretty he damn he, He's still not he explosive, is. but he's still exactly. pretty explosive, not, though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just a difference. And then, to like, he, he wasn't really like a shooter when he came into the league. And no. then he, he was completely. A, he was, was kind of like how Kawhi was. He was yeah, a defender, exactly. and he could score when he was close. But he wasn't shooting he the ball. A, and then yeah, they worked their asses off, and they they got a jump shot. And the thing is, you know, I just I just want him to. He don't need to go out there and score and hit shots. Don't don't think about that. You That's know what changed happened. the game That's was when. Happened, but you need to do everything else. They were posting Kawhi at that like at the nail, and he was passing it out in that middle of the zone out to PG on the wing there, and he was just knocking down catch and shoot threes. Like yeah, him and Morris. It's not. It's unconscious right when he's a catching. Sh- he, exactly. When he's catching and shooting, he's there's it's not hard. too many better than him. But when no. he's shooting off the dribble, that's when he struggles. But I wish he would just stop doing that shit. They would just need to get another ball handler. Like that was supposed to be Rondo, but Rondo stunk. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I, didn't, I didn't like the Mavs going zone against them because what that, the hell was? George. Why was Carlisle playing Trey Burke? Why were you playing Trey Burke? Oh, over Brunson? No idea. And then there's once Brunson no, came in the no game, thought. hey, would you look at that? They started making it run and making it close again in the fourth quarter. Why the hell wasn't Brunson he, playing the whole time? He's looking for that Jason Terry bullshit. Oh, stop he it. Just hit, hit, hit the 23s. Oh, or stop. That's what he was, well, that's Jason what he was Terry doing. was good the entire time, though. I know, Jason I know. Terry I'm was never saying, bad. That, that series still makes me mad, though. It's just he wanted Trey Burke as a smart and to hit some shots. And he did the he exact didn't do opposite. any of those things. <laughs> Jalen Brunson could have done that. Yeah, and Brunson I mean, was so good the whole series just to turn exactly. your back on him in the uh, most like because he got you to the seventh right. He got you to cool. this point though. His bench production got you into this point, and you know, uh, Kawhi this first round series he averaged thirty two points a game, eight boards, five assists, just under three steals, a block. He shot sixty one percent from the floor, forty one percent from three, and ninety percent from the line. So only Shaquille O'Neal and Kawhi since 2000, have averaged at least 30 points a game on at least 60% shooting from the floor in a series. Holy shit. Do you want to know what Shaq's average distance of field goal attempt was that series in the finals? It was four feet. You know what Kawhi's was this series? 13 feet. He was shooting 60% from the floor. That money range, baby. I told you, bro, mid-range jump shots, if you work on it, those are goddamn layups, and those are layups for Kawhi, man. There's a exactly. layups for and, Kawhi, and they could be for Jim Harden if he did it, but he doesn't. And we talked about this earlier in the series. If Luke is going to be the best in the series, they're going to win it. But he wasn't. He and, wasn't. And Kawhi was. He averaged 12 points was. a game in the second half. He was gassed. This exactly. is again. This is the problem we saw it with James Harden in Houston. We talked about it before. If you have just this offense that's set around one dude who has to, he has to create for everyone else. He also has to score at a extremely high volume. But he also has to be a, not a complete dumpster fire on the other end, too. It's a lot to put on a person, especially when their conditioning isn't what it needs to be to be the dude every second of the game. Like, Kawhi's a machine. Oh, you can tell. The dude's a machine. Yeah. From jump to the end of the game, yeah. he has the same pace. He has the same – he doesn't even look like he sweats. He's a monster. Bro. Early in the game, he missed a seal attempt by about 12 feet, and then he and then they throw a back door, and he still got it. And I was like, that guy's range. Dude, his is, hands is, you, are you can't, comically big, man. Gracious. Comically <laughs> big, how big his hands are. But, They're I mean, than, yeah. look, Luca was great. He was great. And he there's was, not there's nothing you can, you can cast stone, sure, more. if you want. But the team wasn't that bad, honestly. It, it stinks that Porzingis didn't show up the way he did. But let's not forget that he was bricking a lot in the fourth quarter, averaging, you know, less than what, 12 points a game in the fourth quarter in this series? And they won three games. 
with their superstar player yeah, exactly. putting that low of production in the fourth quarter. They still closed games out because the role players were hitting jump shots. But the regression came back. That's what happens. Marcus Moore started hitting threes, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. got a little colder. That's what happened. The, be- the better team won. It, the it, better team won. That's the, what happened, man. We, we, we've been waiting for this. Well, the thing is that the Clippers didn't fold. That's the thing. They knew they were the better team. Mm-hmm. They, they stuck with it because a lot of teams, they could have folded up. After 2-0 at home, going on the road, they could be like, ah, fuck this. We're going to Cancun, man. This sucks. We're not good <laughs> yeah, enough. Right. But they were like, no, we're better than them. Screw that. We're going to win this series. And they did. And Ty mm-hmm. Lue, he pushed all the right buttons, man. Again, per usual, man. I'm so excited to see LA versus Utah. This is going to be a damn good series. Damn good series, it, man. Yeah, I'm... I'm- Buckled in, man. I'm, I'm really Donovan Mitchell. I tell you what, he's got to be, he's got to be like superstar, super superstar to win this series. He's got to be, he's got to be good, good though. And if Mike Conley's going to be missing a good amount of this series, that's even more on Donovan, where he's really got to get going. Unless Joe Ingles works his voodoo magic on Paul George again, he disappears and he gets spooked again by him then it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a great series. But if Paul George isn't going to show up to the party, then it's going to be a long series for L.A. Yeah, I mean, he's got to have a better, um, you know, start to games. I feel like shooting-wise, you know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be more yeah, put on him. I no, think. but I think he's still, he's confident, you know? Because, uh, you know, well, you, you a lot of times he would, team. he would, oh, I think a lot of people are misunder, like, are underestimating Utah. Like, I just make fun of Utah because I don't like Utah personally. Like I don't like the Jazz, well, I don't, but I, don't I like understand the they're the best team in basketball right the now. They're the best team in basketball. Like I don't yeah. like Rudy Gobert. They I'm not are. the biggest yep. fan of Donovan Mitchell, but they're a really goddamn good team. Like they are. They're super good. And the fact that like I don't know, I think LA can get them out of there pretty quickly. I really do. But I think it wouldn't be shocking to me if it goes seven games and Utah pulls it out. Like I wouldn't be shocked. I just think personally they don't have anybody to make Kawhi's life miserable. Clippers. Clippers in six. They don't have anybody to stop Kawhi. They don't yeah, have anyone no. to make Kawhi work. They and, don't. And like we we've always been saying this, it, it's going to come down. What to is Kawhi going to do to Rudy and drop? Next level? What is he going to do? Rudy's going to drop the whole time. Okay, I'll just take a mid range jump shot the yeah, whole time. Rudy, cool, Rudy, Rudy's just a, like a body. He's not really. And if you, did they have trouble going at Boban? If I, I Ty Lue is going to be, if he's going to stick with the small ball lineup with Batum out there, okay. He's going to play Rudy right off the floor. That's fine. Because Rudy's a lot like Boban where he's like, he's not going to kill you down low where it's like he's going to back you down and give you 35 on the block. He's not that kind of big man. He's going to catch lobs and he might get a couple of dump-offs here and there. But like, Mm -hmm. he's not going to just kill you down low. You get away with playing small with him. And generally it works against You're doing him a favor. Yep, you're doing him a favor throwing it down there. If Batum can knock down some outside shots like the way that Jaron Jackson couldn't in the Memphis series, like – this is a this swings all the way towards the Clippers here. If they can knock down perimeter shots, especially from the Batum. big men, it it changes everything. So, Batum going Batum, into that game was the, the was only great, plus man. or minus. He was the only guy with a plus. He was great, man. I, I think a lot of people make a big deal of Blake Griffin stealing money from Detroit. How about like what he did to Charlotte? Like what Batum did? Like he was a corpse there for like the last two years. Yeah, that was terrible. And then too. when LA signed him, they're like gives a shit they got that bag of bones for he stinks and then he's like oh wait he's playing for a winner again of course oh tom thibodeau just won coach of the year good for him man that's what i thought they got they got they got they got him on here sorry about it oh man oh they got the penguin on here there he is there he is yeah he's danny Danny devito penguin from (laughs) him and doc just sound like they're just eating rocks 
might need to do a little <laughs> ancestry doc on my just probably, might just, find out they're related. It's like they've been eating rocks all day. Kind <laughs> of throat lozenge or something. So yeah, he deserved it. He was great. I made fun of Tom yeah. Thibodeau so much when they hired him. I was like, he he's going to he kill R.J. Barrett. He's going to kill him playing 45 minutes a game. Now, he did play R.J. Barrett a lot of minutes, but it worked out. So, Or it didn't because they were all tired. That's, the what, he with, but that's what he rolls with, man. That's what he does. Ro- he rolls with He rolls. He's going to make his starters work. But yep. just but the thing with Luka, too, man, like, we got to pump the brakes, okay? We got to stop all day today. I... Jay Williams will get up. He literally said it's 1A, 1B between Kevin Durant and Luka Doncic, the best offensive players in basketball. Hey, man, did Stephen Curry die? No, no, stop. Did James Harden die? Did LeBron James die? Did Nikola Jokic die? What happened? And what a playoff series. Max Kellerman said, and I quote, he's like James Harden, except he shows up in big moments. Hey, man, he hasn't won a playoff series yet. How many Western the Conference slander. Finals has Luka been to as the primary guy it's, doing what mm. James Harden did for years in Houston, doing what Luka is doing, but only better because he was scoring titles and an MVP. Three straight top three MVP finishes. He was literally well, James. James Walt, he yeah. was literally Chris Paul's leg from falling off from playing the Cavs in the finals two mm-hmm. straight years. But he's Luka Doncic is already better than, than James Harden. Fuck out of here. Man. What? Like, God, what are we just, doing? It's, it's this stuff right here that turns me off on players, and I don't want this to happen to Luca because I love Luca exactly. so much. Do not yeah, ruin Luca for man. me. You are, media, you are ruining it. That. You are don't ruining let, it for me. The they did it with yeah. Steph, too. They did it with Steph. I love Steph coming out of Davidson. I loved him so much, and then they just they really went insane with it, and you're like, okay, man, you're testing me. You're really testing me. It got to the point where it was revolting, and yeah, I, I just I mean, couldn't take it yeah. anymore. Which sucks. Like I love Steph, but it was just idiots. like I can't listen to you guys just be such prisoners of the moment, man. They're just looking for a headline. Yeah, they're looking for. He's a headline. not even better than Kawhi. Kawhi just did the thing on him, <laughs> and people were saying like, "Luca's a better <laughs> yeah. shot maker than Kawhi." How? Kawhi just shot sixty percent from the floor, taking difficult shots the whole series. He took the average of thirteen feet from the basket. He shot sixty percent. How is Luca a better shot maker? How? how? In what exactly. way? How? how? They don't know. They Whatever, don't know what man. Whatever. About. But what? Cool, man. Whatever. He's the greatest white player you ever see. He's already better than Larry Bird. I saw that the other day too. Hey, I, 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 think, I already I saw that. The, well, the discussion, Tom, should be more is Trey Young and Luca. That's what's what I'm going saying. Who would you rather so, want? Because right. Because so that's, that's would, more than discussion. So offensively, who who would you take? Trey Young or would you take Luka Doncic? Trey Young is just Young right now. he's just as deadly offensively, scoring wise. But. He's, he's also a great playmaker as well, he's but he's in also insanely efficient in what Trey Young does. Trey yeah, Young is just around, he's almost 45% from three, and he shoots those bitches from the logo. He's mm-hmm. almost 90% exactly. from the free throw line. He's almost 60% I mean, inside the key. Trey Young can get it anywhere he wants, anytime he wants know. it. Is Luka Doncic a better it. offensive player than Devin Booker is? No. Playmaking, sure. But offensively, yes. Offensively, shot making, no, no, no. he's not. No. He's not. No, not even close. So the, again, well, he's close. He's not. <laughs> I mean, no, he's it's close. not like. But this is the thing too. It's not completely blasphemous that like Luca's in the conversation, but to just flat out just ignore like yeah, six exactly. or seven players who are clearly ahead of him, like you need you need to walk the walk before you talk. 
You need to you need to win something. Like LeBron just did you, this. Like, he showed doing? you that he just he could still do this before the ankle injury. Like you know, what was kind of interesting though during that Philly game. Solomon Hill had a chance to die for a loose ball and he didn't die for it. Oh, it was God. like it's a playoff game. Why didn't you die for that one? Anyway, no big Why deal. Is he We're pressing forward. forward. We're pressing forward. I don't care yeah, because Cam, even... Cam Reddish is hurt and and DeAndre Hunter was hurt too. So whatever. So game seven, it was a fa- it was a phenomenal game, man. Like it looked like. It was. It looked like that Dallas 20, had thrown in the towel. Run. Yeah, twenty-four to two run to end the second quarter, or was it the third quarter? I think it was the third quarter. No, third. It was the beginning of the fourth. And it was the end of the third quarter, and yeah, then in the fourth, the fourth quarter, you're like, "All right, so mm-hmm. Dallas is done." And then Luca and the guys kind of had some magic and started getting going. Yeah, I mean, it was a good series, man. It was good. So yeah, that was it, that I was mean, Sunday, and then he was kind of just like, "Well, okay, well, now what the fuck do I do?" It's Six yeah. o'clock. Well, I mean, what do I do now? Yeah, exactly. There's no other games. What am I supposed to do here? Sit here and wait for that. And I sat there and I was looking for streams for the for the fight. Floyd the Floyd and, uh, Logan Paul fight, which I mean, it did. It served its purpose. It was entertaining. Like it Ocho was. Cinco and, versus Homeboy was entertaining as hell. Like Chad looked good for a dude who'd never boxed yeah, he before. Did. He's got those feet, dude. Wide receiver well, he, feet. He looked good. Now everything yeah, up top looked like a disaster. He had no but, left. No, but he looked like he was bobbing, he was weaving. He wasn't like Nate Robinson, who was just like head down, just swinging like yeah, a little kid. Like yeah, Chad looked yeah, like, like he had a little bit of feel in the boxing ring. So like I'm not yeah, saying that Chad should be a pro boxer, but he held no. his own in there. And I think he won that fight, honestly. It's just everyone's gonna make fun of him because he got knocked down, but he got well, right back up and he was fine. Oh, that the other, other guy guy's a bare knuckle boxer. You know what those guys do? They stand like ten feet from each other and they have to stay in a little area and they have to punch each other in the face. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, that. that um, ooh, I didn't know. I didn't know where that. Other Those guy people was. are you know lunatics. I mean? I well, he was zero yeah. three in professional <laughs> fights. Like so Kimbo. he just went in there with a, a bare knuckle boxer and he held his own, man. Like, yeah, because good for Chad, I mean, man. And Chad's one of the coolest dudes there. Box. Is, so yeah, exactly. Chad's a cool dude. And he was telling him to hit him. It's just those, he didn't have it. those two you know mid card fights. Were, the second one was pretty good. Like that was oh, actually a good. Time. That was actually a good fight. And like heard that guy was just like he got CTE straight from that fight. Like he was just getting walloped in the head. Not stop. Yeah, he do. He, he, I mean, twenty four wins, sixteen KOs. <laughs> he thinks he can go in there and get hit. <laughs> he was getting walloped. And then the other fight, we're like the other fight. The other dude, he was sitting there questioning life after he got dropped. There, it was like he was getting his it, head dude, knocked in. Well, like I finally got a stream that like worked because I wasn't paying fifty dollars for that. And, you know, it was well worth no, looking no, no for seven sure. streams. Like I wasn't paying fifty dollars for that. I'm sorry, you could have paid me fifty dollars for it. And like, oh my. It was it was entertaining. That's what it was. And, you know, Floyd came out, Logan came out, and whatever. And you're like, okay, man. Floyd put on a show. He did what he was gonna do. He let he let Logan try to hit him. He ducked, dodged, dipped, did whatever. What happened here? Oh, look at this. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Oh yeah, seventy two points for Brooklyn in the paint. Forty eight from six, Milwaukee. Six sixteen more second chance points, and you, and you hit six of thirty from three. <laughs> well, that's because he had PJ Tucker out there with Bobby Portis. Instead of Brooke Lopez. Anyway, oh, man. man. Oh, man. I'm already getting, like, annoyed. Like, my neck is already starting to, like, yeah, I'm starting to get. Does Brooklyn go up 2-0, I'm though? starting to sweat they a little should. bit. They shouldn't go up 2-0. <laughs> I think I'll have 2-0. over. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna. You're not going to beat this Brooklyn team four times in a row. 100%. You're not. You're just not. They're too good. They're too good. They're too good, 100%. man. And even their deficiencies defensively, like, they can clean up and they can make up for it because of just – out of this world shot making because defensively they didn't play well at all against Milwaukee. They really didn't, but 
I mean, offensively, they're just a buzzsaw. There's not much you could do. You just pray that they miss for two or three consecutive minutes. So, and you yeah. have to score too. So, uh, ah, come on, bud. But I mean, to wrap up the fight, like I'm pretty sure. Have you seen that video that's going around where it looks like, like Logan is knocked out and Floyd is holding him up to keep the fight going? No, I, I haven't he, looked at all. He hits him with this goes. hook right in the temple. And oh, that left hand. Logan Bye-bye. is like he's limp on top of Floyd, and Floyd oh, is trying hurt. to he's trying oh, to he hold hurt. up this behemoth compared to him. He was like he looked like he was fighting like I don't know like Andre the Giant or something like that. The size disparity between <laughs> yeah. these two it was hilarious. But Floyd is like holding his lifeless body up and like all right, like get up, we got money to make, let's go, get up, get up. And he finally was yeah. like, well, but he was he, like dazed he a lot. But like Logan, well, Floyd, Floyd was he looks like it. he's a dog shit boxer. Like, he looks nothing like how Jake looks. Like, Jake Paul looks like a legitimate boxer. Yeah, well, I think everyone Even if, knew that. No, 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 but, but like, but like Logan's it, you know huge, man. He's big, but he just had oh, his hands huge. down all the time. Like He was better, though. Floyd he was better than what everyone thought. If he Floyd didn't have his 44-year-old brittle-ass hands, he would have knocked him out a lot sooner, too. Well, them hands still look like they move a little. <laughs> Again, how dog. slow do you think Logan Paul looked to Floyd Mayweather? He must have looked like Kyle Anderson out there. He looked like slow-mo to him, the way he was moving. Like, Floyd was laughing at him while he was trying to do oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, that yeah, instance where he was in the corner, and you're like, okay, Logan's going to go to town and work on him here. He missed every single goddamn punch. He yeah, landed less like- than 14% of 214 punches. Holy it shit. Was all, it was all those, yeah, Passover hits kind of thing like that. Floyd hit just under 50% well, we'll of 102 punches, man. 20, 21 out of 213. He he, did, I, he didn't even land 20 punches. <laughs> nah, he didn't no. even like, land what 20. Did, what did he land? Do you have the stats? He landed like thir- 17 or something like that. 17 out of 230? 214 punches he threw. I know it was 13% oh he goodness. hit. goodness. And then Jake Paul's out there at the ringside. Oh, I can't believe it. My brother just beat oh, Floyd Mayweather. Stop. Hey, man, are you an idiot? He knocked him stop. out like three times and kept him up because he's like, yo, we he got to show you, idiot, Tom. That's why he's a good fighter. <laughs> exactly. That's why he's a good fighter, though. He's an well, idiot. He's a, and he, he, th- he thinks he can knock. We don't know if he's Tyron, a good fighter. That's going to be really fun to watch. Him Again, that's another player. non-boxer, though. It's another non-boxer. Exactly, but he has... He's, Another he's, MMA, he's a good striker. He's a good striker, though. Yeah, he's not exactly. just a wrestler like Ben Askren. Ben Askren also looked like boxing. he just recently like birthed the child. Oh, they told... They, he said that he's never done... He didn't do anything after his hip replacement. It was a year and a half, and then he yeah, he's a like moron. A Why would you take that and fight? You know why he took that there. fight? Because he took the, the biggest payday of his career. I don't care. That's what Floyd was saying. He was like, why are you doing this stuff? He's like, this was a heist for me. This was legal bank robbery. That's what this was for me. I made ten million dollars and fifty percent of the pay per view revenue from this. And you're asking I'm someone to, to clear, compete who's competed his whole life. I'm going to clear over a hundred million dollars from fighting a YouTube star, and I'm not Did even going to have to work. This is Did light work for me. This Did is it come out how many people bought it. No, yeah. I have no idea. I just know that Jake it Paul, Logan later. Paul, got twenty two hundred fifty k plus ten percent of the pay per view buys. So he's still looking at probably about half a mil. Maybe if it bought more than I think it is, he maybe he got oh, a mill. Oh, Tom. Maybe Tom. I know a lot. I don't know anybody. I don't know personally anybody who bought it. I at least know at least one or two people either. who bought it. Well, actually, I do. Actually, I do know some. I didn't know some anybody who bought it. it. Everyone else well, I know well, had people, illegal streams. People, yeah, people don't know how to stream sometimes, and that's just that's just. And right. they don't, they just want to. Either pay way, to see it. he got you a big. I mean? He got I a nice it. payday. He got a nice payday, and he didn't yeah. get technically knocked out by 
arguably the greatest boxer of all time. So and he I mean, threw. He did throw. It wasn't like he and, and Floyd is like he was just chilling there. What was he yeah, like? Floyd was laughing. Like, like he, he got him a one rounds. where Floyd was kind of like, okay, that that was a that was something. But it's like come on, that was cool. You're six two, Not like really. two hundred pounds. He's one hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> See, the thing is, boxing is so much different than UFC, and that's why, like, striking is, like, one hit, bang, bang. But, well, like, boxing is all about getting points, and then it's really about unloading on someone and just putting them, well, like, you know, putting them out. So that's going on. Like, well, why this is going on, what actual, like, not dumbasses are watching is the USA men's, like, winning this international tournament against Mexico – which is absolutely like an insane ball game that comes down to the it wire. Was. Like USA wins. I had crazy. no idea that was even going on. I had no idea I because they don't market their soccer at all. They don't market their sports. Honestly, they don't I had to. no idea that game was going on. And then when I found out, I was like, Oh, that was like a championship game for something, something they haven't won in years, an international championship with their men's soccer team. So it's like, yeah, they don't care. This man. isn't on me. I, it's, it's I'm not crazy. a complete dumbass. Like you just didn't market this thing. Well, maybe if you did, yeah, exactly. I would have watched. Yeah. But like, also, well, I probably got, wouldn't have because the men's dude. national team has been dog shit for a long time. It's hard to get interested yeah. into it. They underachieve Terrible. nonstop, nonstop. But apparently, we they got a team even... this year. Apparently, they have a chance to win the World Cup. But they, they didn't got, make the they Olympics got, though. But they have yeah, a chance to win the World Cup. Kid. They got a young kid who actually plays in like a real league over Bro, there. I saw the highlights this morning boys. on Sports Center. They were like, they were wailing those players with water bottles, like full water bottles. That one guy, like. <laughs> He got like a concussion. He was like knocked out because he got hit so hard by a water bottle. They had to pick him up and carry him over the sideline. <laughs> he got hit with a water bottle yeah. so hard. Those people are insane. Yeah. Even yeah, their dude, own player, I mean, an old Mex- that's, that's a crazy. Mexican player got domed by a water bottle and like it knocked him to the ground. It's like, yo, he's on your team, you psycho. Yeah, they forgot. Oh, soccer <laughs> soccer fans are nuts, man. Dude, they are, dude. They sit there all day though and wait for like one goal and fucking lose their shit. I'm nuts, <laughs> I mean, man. I was sitting there it's watching. Like all, I was like, all the garbage that was on the field for them, just like chucking water bottles. Like they were hitting people left and right, dude. Yeah. Whatever, man. That was the way. Hey. I mean, that was the weekend. I mean, that that was it. Everything that happened. Like Logan Paul uh, fought. Yep. You know, he didn't get knocked out technically, cool. even though there are multiple clips where it looks like he is a limp person holding Floyd Mayweather very He's, tightly. Oh, he was holding him. He was holding. But I mean, he, was he oh he was wobbly. And he was like, I'm just gonna hold you. We gotta fight. Yeah. We gotta fight here. <laughs> You, you, you know a fighter is struggling when you when he goes in for like some bullshit punch and he you know I mean tries to hold he, him. He punched him in the back a couple of times. You're like, what are you doing? What yeah, you Floyd doing? looked at the ref that one time and he was like, like, hey, hey, what hey, is hey. he doing? What is he Wait, doing? We're, we're, hey, stop playing. Stop, with stop, it. <laughs> knock it off. This is already embarrassing enough. Him. Stop yeah. punching me in the back. This is disgusting. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's I think that's I think we covered everything that happened. I think that's it. Milwaukee hopefully ties this series and yeah, hopefully we get you know a good Bucks game tonight. We get ooh, we get Denver and Phoenix starts off tonight. Who you got that series? Phoenix and uh, I think Phoenix and seven. It's a Jokic series. It goes seven, five and six. One five seven. Six. One seven because Chris Paul is probably still like a corpse. They played LA, but yet again, LA was so hurt and beat up. It's, <laughs> right, it's their two so, best players were injured. So I mean, we're yeah. But to roll again, thing to watch out for. DeAndre Ayton, if you just watch their previous games and you look at the numbers, he has done some of the best work you will see of neutralizing Nikolai Jokic. So if and, he can play too. that way and he can make life tough for Jokic and there's no Jamal Murray to kind of bail him out and Michael Porter Jr. is going to be streaky with his shot, this could be a quick mm-hmm. series. But and if Cameron Payne, Jay Crowder, all these guys come back down to earth for Phoenix, 
it could swing back Denver's way too. So yeah, and Chris Paul is going to have to step up. Chris Paul, if we'll he see. is going to be a guy who can't shoot from 15 feet out, that's going to be a problem for them. But again, I think his size, he can take advantage of Compazzo, of Howard, of well, the pick and roll in Morris, general, they don't, all of they them. don't switch. They tail. And when you tail Chris Paul, it doesn't work because he just he did. He's he does gonna, such a good job. He's going to twerk into you. you, and he's going to get a foul, or he's going to exactly. knock down a hook. It's something, or he's exactly. going to get a lob to Aiden. So that's going to be a great series, man. I'm excited for that one. I wish Chris Paul was completely healthy for it. I wish he was completely healthy for this is. playoff run. I think yeah. he got that quarter zone shot. I think he got that quarter zone. He's shot. going to flop real hard against Composo one time. And he's going to hurt that uh, that shoulder again. He's been in the game too long not to know what he can take and All what right. not to take to play through pain, I think. All right, but Brooklyn is getting ready to tip off. We're here. Let's yeah, go. We're here. We're Come on. I swear to God, if the Bucks go down 2-0, like, I'm done. Like, I swear. I'm done. I'll watch it. First, I'll hey, watch the rest of the playoffs out. just First because of minutes. this because of this podcast, because I'm a professional. But <laughs> in my mind, I am checked out because Milwaukee is d- disappointing me yet again. This was yeah. it. Like, all that's left is for Giannis. That's it. LeBron's out. I I don't I don't care if the Lakers win or lose anymore because they're out. I don't have to worry about that now. Now it's just I want Giannis to win. I want Giannis or Ben Simmons to win. I want James Harden to win too. But I want Giannis to win more because people are talking insanely about this kid. Just win a title and shut everybody up. But a bud is exactly. screwing me yet again. He's making me look like a moron again and again and again. <laughs> Hopefully he gets it right. I swear to God, if Milwaukee starters play less than twenty minutes. I might not come they, in tomorrow. I, I might not, not show up tomorrow. They um, they, they can't do the whole situation where oh, we're just going to sit with this whole Drew Holiday second. Like let let's play these boys. If Blake let's Griffin push, knocks push down his first two threes, it's going to be a long night for Milwaukee. So, all right, Why guys. The hell that's, is everyone uh, on Brooklyn touched the goddamn ball like that. Let's go. Everyone let's touches the going. ball. Everyone does that. Oh goodness. Everyone touches the ball. Blake all right, man. To touch so the ball. I think I think this is this was nice. I think we can do this every day. Why not? This I think we can cool. do this yeah, Monday through Friday. Just shoot the shit, catch up on yeah, uh, catch up on what happened, you know, through the weekend on a Monday. And on Tuesday, we shoot just catch up what happened more, on yeah. Tuesday. We just keep doing this every time. Why not? We shoot the shit for yep. an hour. It's not that big of a deal. We don't have three hours to cover or something like that. It's just an hour. You know, and I actually mm-hmm. uh, I had a meeting with a guy oh, on Friday, oh. Zoom meeting with a a guy, uh, a big shot at some podcast network. He basically told me I was a nobody, which I mean I'm not, I am, but I already know that. But like when you hear somebody tell you that, you're kind of like, yeah, this sucks, huh? But you know, yeah, I gotta I get. Mean, I mean, if I want to monetize this thing, I need at least like a thousand downloads an episode, you know, to make like two thousand dollars off advertisements. And I'm probably at like yeah. fifty or eighty right now, so that's not even remotely close. But I paid for some ads on Facebook and I made some social medias for the podcast on Twitter and stuff like that. So it's just you know the pursuit. Maybe it's somebody pursuit. you know. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, people Just start flooding it and stuff like that. That'd be great. You know, I would love Hell, to get some this, more. We do this. We do this every day anyway. You but know they said, no yeah. I mean, I'm right. I do this. I do this regardless if I'm getting paid for yeah, it or not. So, so I might as well just try and do some fun with it and see what happens. So, exactly, you know, man. again, I greatly appreciate the people who do listen or following it and are trying to oh, spread it and yeah, move around. But um, you know, hopefully this reaches some new ears and then that just keeps going and going and going. But he told me, you know, the best thing to do is just put something out every day. Just make content every second of the day, and someone, yeah, someone yeah, will so listen. They all, they all say content. Somebody, content, 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 content. So Monday through Friday, let's do it, man. Is. I get off of work, we'll hop on, and we'll shoot the shit. So hopefully everybody will yep. join us and enjoy it. And uh, do you see the first two possessions though, real quick though? No, with, no, with I'm gonna rewind it. Day. I'm gonna rewind the game. I'll okay. rewind it, and then I'll uh, fast forward then, live. Well, they're doing what you don't want them to do. Giannis is already are. going ice out. Whoa. 
So stupid. Katie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lopez. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to lock in. Bye, I'm going to edit this podcast real quick. And then, uh, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Tom underscore Shiflet at Tom Shiflet pod. You can like my Facebook page at Tom Shiflet podcast. Please do that. Anything would be great. Um, do you want to say anything, Ginger Bucket? <laughs> no, you don't want to follow me. I just tweet about how Mostly I Mostly trash. Dad. All right. All good. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. All right. Yeah, there, bud. It's over. It's over. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.